Happy Sunday, my lovely congregation, and welcome back to Pussy Church. I'm Laura, an erotica writer and the creator of Tales of Laura, which you can find at talesoflaura.com and at Tales of Laura on Instagram. And today we are back with wild facts about female pleasure in the art of the orgasm face. Every week on the show, we'll sing the gospel, which is all about sex news. We'll worship an erotic artist, and we'll hear some confessions, really questions, and sex stories from you guys. Let's dive in. Amen. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Pussy Church. Welcome. It's another beautiful Sunday. Beautiful Sunday. Who am I here with? Mona D. Baker. Mona D. Baker, our boner maker. (laughs) I'm baking boners. (laughs) She's baking the boners on top of it all. Don't be scared, men. (laughs) Oh, I don't even know what to do with that She's like, "Um, I'm casting them and I'm making dildos. Yeah, putting putting them in the oven. My oven. Plus a peanut pussy. <laughs> he is risen. <laughs> May she open to your touch. Well, amen. Downhill fast. So, it goes up and down. It's a roller coaster. So, what do you have to talk about today, <laughs> Laura? Today's a wild, wild um, day at Pussy Church. First of all, it's International Women's Day. Yeah, Happy Women's Yay. Day. Well, it's a wonderful day, yeah. I think. I mean, we're being celebrated. I'm not really oh, sure hopefully. how yet. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully being pleasured I all think, day long. Uh, yeah, every man should make sure that it, he gets his woman off today. I think so, too. Yeah. That should be the requirement, right? really. I mean, maybe cook for her if you're at it. Yeah. <laughs> cook and orgasm. Food and orgasm yeah. has a lot of things. But also... um. Clearly, the world is. Um, I'm, this is obviously a sex podcast, right. not a politi- political or medical podcast. No, but most people have heard of the coronavirus. Right. I think these days, and co- called COVID nineteen, or that's the disease it triggers, anyways. And um, since we are in the world of sex, something very odd has happened yeah, on the what internet. Did, what did you come across? <laughs> so the first viral. Porn about the coronavirus has oh, come up. I can't believe this even exists. <laughs> Called COVID 19 coronavirus, horny slut has to use protection during outbreak. Oh, and yeah. I watched it. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> I'm a fucking lunatic. <laughs> of course you did. It is actually pretty fucking hilarious because it's this like kind of amateur porn. Yeah. This couple did. And she comes home and she's like, I'm so horny. Oh, she's barely wearing anything i don't know where the fuck she lives um and he's standing there in a mask and he's like don't come closer (laughs) you you're not wearing a mask and she's like whatever (laughs) and he's like goes into this whole spiel about what masks you can wear and like how you can protect yourself like it's basically educational (laughs) and then they proceed to go and fuck and he i showed you this little clip he starts going down on her but he's just like wiping or like caressing the mask (laughs) against her like you can't watch that and be turned on like it's more of a joke or like it seems like satire completely yeah because in some kind of a sense well there's some weird music playing too some i don't know it's not celine dion but like something in that realm oh yeah some cheesy yeah romance epic whatever the fuck um yeah so i don't know how she's coming from the mask rub but um i guess it's a new fetish that is now happening (laughs) no i wouldn't call that a I mean, whatever people are into everything. Disease porn. Oh no! I'm just kidding. This is real. <laughs> You're gonna kick something off. <laughs> well, I think I create an epidemic of disease porn. Pornhub does not need me to come up with anything going viral. No. It's already happening. I'm just reporting on the facts, yeah. my friends. Oh my goodness! It is crazy. It's outrageous. I mean, my my boyfriend's currently in Washington um, doing shows where where apparently the most outbreaks in the U.S. have happened. But he was worried that um, no one would come to their shows or whatever. Totally. But how, how the, did it go? The, it was, the place was full. Like, he, really? like the news is portraying that, like, it, the streets would just be dead and no one would be walking around. But he's like, everyone's going about business as normal. Like, apparently yeah. the media is kind of blowing things out of proportion. Of course, you need to be careful and whatnot. Sure. And use common sense and, like, 
get yeah. hand sanitizer. But yeah. I think it's like being like you don't need to just hide in your house. I, I don't think so either. But I do have to. I did think about this because of the porn. <laughs> I was thinking about hooking up with somebody. Right. right? I you, was going to ask you like how. Right. Isn't that does like that come into your um, a guy that I'm dating currently? Right. It just flew to Houston. Right. For the weekend, and I was for a second. I was like, um, well, he's coming back. And I don't know, you know what I mean? You you just, I mean, not really that I'm not going to see him, but still right. thinking it, it about the fact your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that you could, I mean, you know, I mean, you get the flu from your partners too. Right, exactly. It happened to me once. Really? How fucking bizarre. That sucks. I, I kind of like picked up a guy. Oh my God, you were there. This is so fucking funny. Weird. I'll tell you about the, the <laughs> okay, night all right. later on. Anyways, um. Like I hooked up oh, with I a remember dude. This. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um we had like a really nice night or whatever. And the next day he texts me and he's like, I'm super sick. Are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. Oh, shit. Two days later, I have the worst flu no. of my fucking life. And I text him and I'm like, uh, I'm more like mortally ill. Like when, <laughs> But when like say you have a partner and you're horny, do you do you let sickness prevent you from like kissing them? Depends on how yeah how sick, sick they, they are. Because like if uh, if someone has a cold or whatever, I still because I mean not yeah, I, I get so horny that I'm really like an idiot. Yeah, but I do like when that happened. I got really sick, and then he came over, and we spent like a couple of days together. Oh. Sick. It was so weird. Well, I mean, if you're both sick at that point, it's fine. But I, I tend to not. Well, d- depends, but. No, we were really like sick, like in bed lying, like not having much oh, sex or something. Right, just right. Like, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying if if your partner is sick. And- yeah, I'm really bad with that because yeah. if you have a cold, I probably would kiss him. Maybe now this would be a little bit different. If he's coughing disgustingly, well, I'd be like, oh, yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably not with the mean? current state like, of affairs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, because you can get a cold. If you get a coronavirus, it might be a little different. <laughs> I don't think the ma- I mean clearly the masks won't help you. Just no. to make sure that everybody's aware that yeah. you should not go down on a girl with a mask and think. <laughs> I, I mean I don't want to get too much into it, but I've heard the mask isn't actually going to prevent you from catching it necessarily. But if if you are in contact with it, and by having the mask, it it, it prevents you from touching your mouth as much exactly. as you normally would, which which is where it helps, I guess. And I think um, this is the other way around. If you have something, if you're sick, it right. prevents other people from getting yeah, it, yeah, yeah. right? Right. But yeah, so I think it's mainly about that. Well, um, the mask thing. <laughs> but that, that porn. Yeah. That porn. <laughs> just, just gently caressing the tip of his mask. Mm, sexy. Oh, my God. And then they do proceed to have sex. Really not cute. I mean, I don't you know, I don't know. It's an amateur point. You know yeah, I, mean? I think it's meant to be more of a satire. I think but... so, too. I think so, too. <laughs> oh, <God>. But just <laughs> trust the Internet to yeah. come up with anything oh. weird you could have oh, ever thought about. Of course. Well, since um, today it's International Women's Day, yes. we're going to go into a special version of our gospel. Ooh, special gospel. Special gospel, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> and gospel sex news um, of this week and actually today, since today is International Women's Day. Ooh, oh. And I thought we're going to take the chance okay. to talk a little bit about the history and some things you might know or might not know about um female pleasure okay all right is this a test trivia (laughs) it's trivia time sexy trivia we should actually host a night that would be so fun oh what yeah a sex trivia night fuck yeah a pussy church sex trivia night oh my gosh oh my god we just have to wear masks (laughs) (laughs) corona masks oh no (laughs) yeah we're corona corona mask and like a eye mask yeah, like, totally. But well, <laughs> no, only doing it. Everybody has to come masks. But um, yeah, trivia night. So today, today is trivia trivia day at Pussy Church, and we're gonna start with the clitoris. Oh, <laughs> why not? <laughs> Do you know what the clitoris is? <laughs> well, actually, I mean, this is kind of interesting. It took people a while to figure that one out, but that's more in the history department. We're gonna start with anatomy a little bit more. And so it comes from, from a Greek word, and um, it's, it's a word for key, but also 
kind oh. of a word play on to rub or little hill. Really? Yeah. L- little hill. Little hill. I like that it's called the key, though. The key. I mean, it is the key. The key <laughs> to female <laughs> pleasure, yeah, my friends. Exactly. <laughs> but that's actually kind of interesting, right? That yeah. we come from that word. Right. Um, so as we've said so many times on this podcast, but just to reiterate, um, most of the clitoris is internal. Right. Which pew, pew, head explodes. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, it's a little bit like the tip of the iceberg. The part of the clitoris you see outside, right. outside <laughs> on your vulva, um, it's just a little tiny part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of it is internal and it looks a little bit like a wishbone and it goes down your lips or inside of your lips and in the inner labia. And when you're penetrated through your vaginal canal, it actually penetrates the clitoris from the other side. Right. So it's interesting because actually um, it's about four inches in length, which is the average non-erect penis size, by the way. Yeah. Well, I mean... I don't want to go into it, but I, <laughs> why not? <laughs> well, like the the if if I heard if you become a male at birth, that's what turns into the penis. It is actually right? correct. It's like the yeah. the next fact is actually that the same genitalia tissue. Right. We have the same in genitalia tissue in the womb, and then it develops in the penis or into the clitoris. Right. Basically. Exactly. So that's why actually the clitoris, when you get aroused, swells up. So you actually have an internal erection. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. And since we also can squirt, <laughs> ejaculate, right. right, which is also, I mean, it's triggered by stimulation and the skein's gland, yeah. really, which is the female prostate. But still, I mean, we have very similar Similar makeup, yeah, yeah. Um, genitalia, which is super interesting. Very interesting. I thought. But also, squirting, for example. Mm-hmm. Your favorite subject. <laughs> my favorite, absolute favorite subject. I, I, um, I made myself squirt again, actually. Really? Yesterday. <laughs> Were you trying to? <laughs> so actually, I started reading this book, Woman on Fire by Amy Jo Godard. And we're going to talk about this a little bit more maybe next week or something okay. when I'm a little further along. But basically in the beginning, you do this like visualization exercise about your sexuality and mm. like how you imagine yourself within your sexual power. Right. And while I'm reading this, this is only like five pages in, right? <laughs> you get I get turned on. so turned on and I'm like, holy shit. Like, You're I never going to make it through this book. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, oh my God, I'm so turned on. I'm so turned on. So I'm trying to keep on reading. I'm like... No, I think I gotta masturbate. So <laughs> I'm like, uh, I think I'm gonna come. I'm gonna figure out my sexual power right now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I triple toyed myself. Actually, four four what? things I did. What? Yeah. So I sprayed on the Foria THC loop yeah. pleasure, which you can get with my promo code Laura Ten. <laughs> it's from Foria Wellness. Anyways, I've talked about it a lot. I fucking love it. So I sprayed that on. Then it takes 15 minutes. Okay. It, for it to really work, I'm already like dying, right? I'm like, oh, 15 minutes of waiting. I keep on reading that fucking book. I'm like, okay. And then I used, <laughs> this sounds like a scientist. And and then I used <laughs> an anal plug. Yeah. So I put that in. I used a dildo inside of myself yeah. and I start stimulating my G-spot right. because I'm still waiting for the fucking loop to, <laughs> to, kick, to in. kick in on my clitoris. <laughs> so I'm stimulating my G-spot and I'm already close to coming. I'm like, I'm going to die. Oh my God. And then I used the third tool, yeah. the womanizer, which is a suction oh, yeah, yeah. on my clitoris. Oh, that's... I come within like 30 seconds yeah, basically and then lot. i build myself up to a second right because i'm like okay well i mean that was i am yeah. already doing all the shit like <laughs> and, and, like and i'm done yeah. <laughs> so okay. that's a lot of work for just a short <laughs> short i don't know but i realized so i make my i made myself come like a blended orgasm oh because i could feel how the g-spot simulation nearly got me right to that point and i Whoa. i tried to pull back because i was like i don't want to come yet <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to come yet. i don't want to come yet so i'm trying i was trying to literally figure it yeah. out if i could get myself to like come from both points kind of simultaneously and i think i did wow it was pretty fascinating <laughs> love that you treat this stuff like research i was i'm really reading this freaking yeah. book i'm oh, like yeah. might as well does your is your dildo does it curve at all to hit your g-spot yeah okay. it curves yeah yeah, yeah. yeah okay. it's from i got this um really beautiful dildo from ona lifestyle oh, yeah 
it's I think you saw it. It's like black and crystal. Oh, or yeah, crystal, yeah, like yeah, stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> but it curves and it's kind of like made for G-spot penetration right. for squirting. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyways, where were we? <laughs> I don't know. I got lost in the visualization of that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying the clitoris. Actually, this is a good example for how you can stimulate the clitoris from different ways, right. right? So the anal plug, obviously, you can have an anal orgasm, but I didn't get myself to – I've never orgasmed anally, no. but you can. Women do. Um, but for me, that was just the pressure of the anal plug onto the dildo onto my clitoris. Right. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get more stimulation. Wow. Also, clitoris, fun fact, <laughs> trivia, has 8,000 nerve endings, which is like double of a penis. Okay. I was going to ask what the penis mm-hmm. is. <laughs> I was going to ask what the penis is. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, they have the- – they can come faster, yeah. so we'll, we'll leave it at that. Oh, but with the squirting, actually, what I wanted to say, trivia time, is we think about that kind of like as a novel thing, right? We've kind right. of seen it in porn, it's kind of become popular or whatever. But Aristotle already wrote about squirting in 300 BC. Really? Yeah. Wow, it's Aristotle interesting. Is... Yeah. <laughs> I can girls squirt it? all over the place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I forgot. I actually read what he exactly said, but it was more about like releasing, you know, on the right. There's something coming out. Interesting. There's something there's, coming out. There's something coming out. Wow, was out. that sexy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super sexy. I do find myself having to like warn new partners though. You know? <laughs> well, because for you, it seems to happen easier than most. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. On top all the time. But so. guys like love it. Yeah, most. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody who doesn't love yeah, it. Yeah, I'm know sure. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but for them, like I think for them like we get the the pleasure or the satisfaction of seeing a guy actually come and yeah. that's like okay we did our job not that it's a job but for men <laughs> got my job done exactly uh, for men a plus <laughs> i think to see like the visualization of like oh i'm giving mm-hmm. her pleasure even though when you squirt that doesn't mean you're coming but, exactly yeah but i think but it has a it has a sensation of release so even right. if you're not having it simultaneously with orgasm it has a very specific yeah have you ever squirted yeah. while you've been orgasm yeah while you've orgasmed wow. on top yeah Woo. nuts Nuts. crazy but it, most of the time it happens for me before right yeah and it happens Same. several times so it's kind of like oh, <laughs> just depending just making a mess no really i think that's the only problem i think this is what <laughs> we talked about it so many times like six towels and stuff but i think that's when when guys experience it for the first time they're just like oh shit yeah like should we get something no <laughs> i'm like bathed <laughs> like this is a shower yeah exactly it's a shower scenario <laughs> Oh, oh well um that being said quickly there's also different orgasms and blended orgasms which oh, we already kind of right. said so there's a nipple orgasm you can have mm. which i've never had but i love stimulating yeah nipples. I, yeah right? <laughs> your face just have you have you had nipple clamps no have Me you either. no i don't know if it's gonna be too hard yeah i i tend to like gentle touches on the nipple. i don't want yeah. someone to like i mean some people squeeze them hard but uh, mm. well i told you about that guy who would come from like his nipples being stimulated oh yeah well i've had a guy who who demanded that his nipples need to be stimulated in order for him to come yeah, yeah it's not tough yeah i thought it was always really fun because i'm like it's so easy oh, right <laughs> <laughs> well you wouldn't just come just from this no, guy came. no it's no no it was just in combination yeah yeah, things, yeah 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 but the nipple seemed to be nearly more sensitive than anything else right like, yeah, my boyfriend won't even let me touch his nipples because yeah. he's like way too it's too sensitive. I'm like, you play with my nipples all the time. Come on, seriously. But yeah. I think it just depends probably on yourself because he wanted it so hard, right? That um, I was like, wow, it seems like I'm hurting you. But right. Okay. <gasps> this happened to me. <laughs> oh, what? This guy. <laughs> I've been Wait, seeing. is this the guy who wanted you to bite his dick really yes. hard? Oh. Have we talked about this last week? No, I don't think we talked about it on air, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so this guy I've been seeing, he likes to have his dick while I'm giving him a blowjob to be bitten. Like hard. Like hard, like bite down. Like at first I was like, okay, I'll nibble on your dick, you know? And he's like, no, harder. And I'm like, "Mm, what do you mean? Like most guys don't even want to feel teeth. Yeah. And then he's like, no, you can go harder, harder, harder. And I was like, okay, 
tell me when to stop. Yeah, you just wouldn't tell me how to stop. I just stopped at one is, point. Yeah, I was that's like too much. But like, I'm trying to learn that, like right. how to do that. <laughs> I'll report back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my guy, he he doesn't mind like a little like softly. Mm-hmm. I think just likes the sensation of it, but not hard. Like I don't want to get to the point where I feel like I'm gonna bite off your dick, dude. It's fucking weird, man. That's crazy. It's pretty fucking I mean, weird. I didn't even know you could bite down like that on it. Oh, <laughs> on it. <laughs> You're sorry, but I was supposed to say. Well, this is like the same thing, though. You know, everyone has different preferences. Like, right. I don't like teeth when somebody goes down on me. Right. No. I'm sure there's some girls who like the sensation of something harder. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. And I think it feels horrible, but then again. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. Yes, exactly. All right. Um, <laughs> moving moving on. on. I don't know how we're going to get through this list. I know. <laughs> um, orgasms happen in the brain. What? <laughs> well, actually, right? I mean, it's like how it goes. Like the nerve endings are stimulated. It goes in the brain and then the brain... Um, basically distributes to all parts of your body wow. the feeling of yeah, orgasm. Yeah, yeah, because it's a full body sensation. Exactly. Damn. But so it's the biggest sexual organ the brain is, and it <laughs> does everything for us. So actually, there's a cool. Um, I think there was this researcher who said the brain is the conductor of the orgasmic orchestra. <laughs> That's brilliant. Brilliant. So I so intellectual it. today. Yeah, I know. Well, it is an International <laughs> Women's Day. It is exactly. <laughs> But yeah, fascinating, huh? Yeah, interesting. Then um, one quick little trivia that we both talked about before. Okay. But women can have wet dreams. Yes. Called a nocturnal nocturnal orgasm. Yeah, the, the first time I had an orgasm was in a wet dream. It's fantastic. Yeah, crazy. I had no idea what was going on. I'm like, I want to make that happen again. <laughs> it's like a nuts feeling, right? Oh, yeah. I don't even know if it's like super pleasurable, I think, because I woke up from an orgasm a couple times and I was like... <gasps> kind of shocking because <laughs> you have only half register what's happening I right think. exactly and for me it was the first time i had orgasm so i didn't know what it was i was just like that felt really You're good like that's a good drink yeah kind of, <laughs> what the fuck like, was this I, dream? I, I, I was too young to like understand what you, i, I know don't how think old I, you were maybe like eight. Oh wow yeah young. super young yeah I, I didn't i didn't know what was going on maybe even younger than that yeah. Yeah. But my dream, I was like rubbing up against the like the leg of a chair or like rubbing <laughs> myself against the carpet. Which makes sense. Yeah. You know? No, it was crazy. Yeah. Because you know how it feels good. I remember I had, a, I actually have a vivid memory of being six years old and me and a girlfriend, we like took pencils and kind of like wrapped it on yeah. our vaginas. Right. Like, I mean, over our panties. Right. right? But it was kind of was like, like oh, simulating this... sex or whatever. Right. Kind of but you can feel it feels good. So you already know that something is there. Right, exactly. But you don't know what it's used for. <laughs> You're like, how does this work? Right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah. it's part of your body that you have to be curious about. Well, which I find so fascinating because I think we're sexual so early without having an idea of Knowing the shame what, of it. or yeah, like, yeah. And then we get shamed by society and by our parents. Maybe like, yeah. don't touch it. Don't do that, yeah. you know? And um I mean, maybe it makes sense in public, but like just to make a, a child feel like that's an okay sensation to have right. instead of being like, oh no, that's dirty. Don't touch yourself. Yeah. I mean, well, this is kind of fucked up. Not fucked up, but um, I'm shaming myself. Mm. Uh, like my, as a kid, like a little kid, my best friend lived across the street. He was a boy and we'd go and play at each other's houses all the time. And oh, then yeah. one time <laughs> we were just like curious about each other's down there. Yeah. Yeah, for and sure. he he pulled down his pants and we were like checking it out like we didn't know what it was like oh what's that little thing hanging between your legs and his mom walks in and his pants are around his ankles and i'm like checking out his like dick <laughs> not not in a sexual way yeah yeah yeah, but, like, way. yeah, yeah, yeah. and like all hell broke loose like uh, she freaked out like what are you guys doing we couldn't like see each other again for a long time but we really? had no idea what was going like i was probably like five it's so funny, right? Like, I remember playing these games kind of like that, where it's like kind of a truth or dare thing, yeah. where you like just look at things, you know, and you're like, oh, show, you know, you have to pull it on your pants. Right. And like funny things that kids do in order to just figure out what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Nobody like, really tells well, us. Well, like, it's a, no, it's fascinating. <laughs> like, you look different than I do. Like, it was just yeah. interesting. Which should be like a very normal thing. And I think if we have different sex education, we could actually do that in like maybe a safe space or like right, an exactly open space like talk about why it's different rather than like having to discover that for yourself like 
don't know. Totally. Totally. And then be and then punished for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sex ed. Yeah, well, we're doing right. a little bit of sex ed yeah, here. Right? Yeah. Um, you, the history of the female orgasm. <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit about how it was perceived, you know. Um, so funny, funny trivia. <laughs> in medieval times, people thought a woman had to orgasm in order to conceive. Oh. Which has two sides to it, right? Yeah. So first, the 6th century physician, and I'm going to butcher that, Adius of Amida, thought of the female orgasm as a sign of conception, quote, um, in the very corridor act itself, she notices a certain tremor, she's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and oh medieval wives thought that like the rapture's shudder of orgasm was a sign that the womb was drawing in the semen <laughs> and then seal itself. Oh my gosh. So, but the problem with that is, right, that as soon as a woman gets pregnant, even if she's raped, she must have liked it and had an orgasm. Oh God. So yeah. you have that, like, you know, if it's one hand a woman needs to orgasm to come where you're like oh that's amazing we should yeah, have that yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> um and then they turn it on its head right but you can still see remember that republican candidate who who said something like if it's legitimate rape the female body has ways to try to shut that whole thing down no that's crazy. remember that it's so fucking insane but just that idea he's medieval obviously yeah clearly <laughs> but um just an interesting fact, right? That they thought it was connected, like that study that we um, we talked about several episodes ago, where they tested rabbits. Remember that that they actually um, ovulate yes, when when, they're when they have an orgasm. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, so they think it might be that the female orgasm came from that, but really, as of now, the female orgasm has no function but pleasure. Right. But there's different people said different things. So we're going (laughs) to. Okay. So the clitoris was actually, at least in Western world, not really um, titled as a piece of anatomy until 1559. Crazy. Where Matteo Rialdo Colombo. (laughs) (laughs) Colombo. (laughs) Termed to clitoris, the seat of pleasure of the woman. Mm. Similar to glad they discovered that. Yeah. So (laughs) he was very proud, apparently. (laughs) Finding it. Really, the female orgasm underwent a lot of shit, right? With Christianity and religion, where women really weren't supposed to feel pleasure, right? Because it was sinful and you would only have sex to um, procreate and not to have any pleasure. Yeah, some, if you're devout Christian, you're not supposed to masturbate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, because, yeah, because that's, as, as a man too, I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you're spreading the seed without it right. I would just, anywhere. I would just think that would build up a lot of frustration. Yeah, or you have to have sex all the fucking time. <laughs> right, exactly. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be too bad, but right. I don't think this is how it works. No. Anyway. <laughs> well, and then um, we go to hysteria, right? Acclaimed disease, quote unquote, of women that were going crazy and then they were treated by um, by doctors, by <laughs> the doctors gave, gave them pelvic massages so they would come and it would lessen their anxiety. What? You remember this? But no. it was treated like a disease, like it's around Freud's time or whatever. It was treated like a disease and these women would have to go to the doctor's office and they would jerk them off basically. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which sounds like a good thing, but really it wasn't because it was like making... You know, making it like a pathology. Right. Like you're a crazy woman. Yeah. You need to orgasm to like be a more normal person. And that's all like a medical issue that you're having. What? That's interesting. Crazy. Yeah. And they and there's this little trivia, and it's more like an urban myth at this point, because there's conflicting studies that the invention of the vibrator came from those doctors. Really? Because they like their hands would get really sore <laughs> from their wrists from like jerking off all these girls right. that they invented the machine to be able to actually get them off with a vibrator. Fascinating. So the vibrator developed out of people thinking necessity. That were, yeah, that's wild. Which is oh, really, I, I think it's necessary. It is, but um, it's a funny. Yeah, if that's the truth, a weird it's a funny, twist, yeah. weird twist on it. Like because the guy. was getting tired (laughs) getting too many women off he's like it's so exhausting it's been 20 today (laughs) what a job if you can get it you know um anyways (laughs) but it wasn't until the 1940s that um alfred kinsey did a really 
huge sexual survey, mm-hmm. right? That kind of demystified the orgasm a right. little bit. So he reported that 40% of women achieved their first orgasm through masturbation, which was a complete like nothing to talk about, mm. right? Only if I would think the percentage would be higher. Yeah, but I think maybe back then less women masturbated yes yeah. and even today actually less than we think masturbate it's kind of crazy right um but so they also came up with like five percent of women have wet dreams mm-hmm. right which i think is also more and that 15 percent um reported a phenomenon of multiple orgasms right which i also think is a little higher probably yeah and um that a women's orgasmic abilities rise and rise throughout their lives until tapering at age 55 60 huh I, I I don't know if I'd I understand the tapering off part, but I'm like, do you think you've been more inclined to orgasm the older you get? I actually am getting <laughs> like I just want to say I'm getting way better. Actually, I have seen a very di- but it's more about knowledge of your body yes, rather than your exactly. body actually being able to exactly yeah, because yeah, i was yeah. super horny with 14 already so right. like i couldn't really say that that has changed a lot but i do think that i know Maybe. my body so much better right. and i'm in a way more confident and like sexual empowered place yeah okay now. i see it from that perspective like you yeah. know your body better but but and then menopause happens and you lose all sex drive <laughs> don't I'm touch sure. no i'm not saying you lose all sex drive but th- things change but it does menopause. change yeah. because the hormones change right, exactly. right so um your body is not giving you the information that you have to have sex you know <laughs> so i feel like that's all that goes to your head procreate 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 <laughs> you're like i don't want to procreate but yeah. i don't take the orgasm yeah, thank exactly. you very much exactly <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Thank you, nature. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then um, in 67, Nesmond Morris is the author of The Naked Ape, and he thought that um, the female orgasm helped women to select their appropriate mate. Which, in some sense... Oh, well, yeah, if, correct. He, can't, if he can't make you come, then <laughs> come I don't really door. think that that was his logic, but it's a good logic. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm... I've I mean, used that. <laughs> I know, but then sometimes, you know, a, ma- a person makes you come who you should not be with. You, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Have you yeah. had really great sex with somebody who was really not good for you? Yeah. Mm, I know. Horrible. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> this drug of a man. <laughs> yeah, but I, I personally haven't let good sex dictate if I was going to be with someone for an extended amount of time. No, you can't because obviously that only lasts for so long. Right, you know exactly. what I mean? Like you can fuck for I mean a while and yeah. to have a good time, but at one point you gotta at talk. One point, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one point that has to the the, the scales need to balance a little bit. Well there. also like we said before though, good sex does change in a sense that more connection between the two of you will also create a different right. kind of sexual experience. Exactly. With the person. Um so yeah. Yeah, and so, <laughs> and so really, um, also, I mean, they're crazy stuff, you know, in like 96, another guy, Robin Baker, wrote a book called Sperm Wars, where again, he said the female orgasm was to draw sperm into the uterus. I mean, completely bananas. But, you know, we're still kind of trying to figure out why it exists. Mm. But what is true is that it has substantial health benefits. You know, like boosts your mood. It actually improves brain function. Um, it boosts white blood cells. Wow. And it diminishes a, a person's experience of pain. I know that. Like if, if I'm like, <laughs> <She's> like <laughs> I hurt my toe. <laughs> no, no, no. Like if say I'm super hungover and you, and you, yep. and you uh, masturbate, then all of that pain goes away for at least a minute and then comes back <laughs> it comes back but for me it's like also to alleviate stress yeah, right sure. or just just like go with tension and yeah quite literally yeah exactly. but um see have more orgasms people absolutely and i'm sure that goes for men too um clearly we only talking about female pleasure trivia today but um maybe next week we'll talk a little bit about male, male pleasure okay. you're like oh yeah he comes and and <laughs> no <laughs> there's kidding. more to it than of course <laughs> <laughs> Now on to our worships. 
section. The worship. The worship. And worship is erotic art. Yes. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about something called Ahegaho. Ahegaho. <laughs> and it actually, <laughs> it comes from hentai, which yeah. is... um porn manga <laughs> from Japan, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the orga- orgasmic face. Mm. The and O face. The O face, because Ahe is apparently like... Ahe. Ahe. Like, <laughs> just watch a little bit of Pentai and you know what we're yeah. fucking we're doing. But so... <laughs> Vice just came out with this article about um, um, Ahe Gaho kind of exploding at the moment um, because of the censorship in, in Japan. Right. Um... And it's interesting because at first it was mainly manga, right? Right. It is a woman's face, right? And she's like cross-eyed and there's like drool dripping yeah. down her face. And she's like, ah! <laughs> like she looks like she has a fucking seizure. Right. She's exactly. like a it's, gaping it's, mouth. She's like, ah! Yeah. Like either she's being killed or... <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't make that face when I come. Well, it's like, it's super outlandish, right? right? Yeah, it's over-exaggerated. It's oh. an over-exaggerated orgasm um, and kind of a parody nearly on the orgasm, the O face, right? Yeah, yeah. Because it's so crazy and it's supposed to be a little funny too, I think. Right. Obviously, people don't take it super seriously. I don't think somebody's really expecting a woman to look like no, that, no. you know? But since it's so much harder to show penetration and get censored um in japan in japan well here too probably um but um they started doing it also in real life but so at first when <laughs> so girls walk around like ah. well first of all actually with something what you said earlier um with men it's so clear when they come right, right exactly and for women it really isn't unless she's squirting but you never know when that happens yeah so really the face is the only thing to really show a female orgasm got it right for so, a lot of people their toes curl too but anyway yeah, yeah. Exactly. There, there's little there's everything slight, there's yeah there's slight She's scratching his back, right? pulling his hair. Right, but it's not that clear. So I understand if people are making this face to show like, I'm coming. Yeah, exactly. Which is a little bit of a problem with porn in general because then all the dudes think that that's how a right, girl of looks. I mean, not. I don't think somebody thinks Ahegao is a real thing for real women. <laughs> but now it kind of is. Right. Interesting. <laughs> They're adopting this, this yeah. action. Yeah. Well, it actually started apparently in like the late 1990s. In Euromanga, which is kind of the precursor of hentai. Okay. Um, so pornographic magazines, you know, for for, for guys basically, um, where they where they were trying to work around strict censorship laws already. The punishment in Japan actually um, for pornographic and obscene documents and drawings or whatever for like making them. Yeah, is punishable with up to two years in prison. What the hell? Or a two million and fifty thousand yen fine. Wow, As that's crazy. Just insane, yeah. So clearly, people are trying to work around this. Yeah. And so now these ahegaho performers have been showing up on Pornhub. Yeah. Which is basically girls. Like, there's this one girl that has like thirty thousand followers already, and like it's kind of building up. Um, and she was talking um about it this way. So this is a quote. They like to see, like about her fans, they like to see when tongues hang out and eyes cross, roll back in sheer ecstasy. Whoever makes the face is enjoying themselves so much they lose control of their moans and expressions. All they can do is pant and cross their eyes, and that's really attractive. And then another performer actually said, um, the face is basically just an over-exaggeration of an orgasm or being banged brainless. Right. I wonder if they'll end up like banning people illustrating this face like i don't don't know that's just that's kind of fascinating right because how are you going to do that i mean in some kind of a sense it's already because in 2015 this like ahegao um sweater kind of went viral Mm -hmm. and um it was banned from all the manga conventions in Japan. Crazy. To wear just this. Just because the connotation of it. Like, yes. it's just and someone like, there's kids, face. there's kids present. You can't show that face. Like, and you're like, where hell? are that's we? That's crazy. Right? Yeah, that's... I mean, the faces are insane. You know yeah, I mean? of course. <laughs> but but the kids aren't going to know what that's associated with. Like, No, and I think in some kind of a sense, how do you show female pleasure? I mean, this is clearly an over-exaggerated thing that is initially made for guys right right? but at the same time 
I don't know. It's a complicated, complicated I thing. I want to wear a sweater with an Aogaho face. Aogaho. It's pretty crazy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I showed it to you She's later. like, give me this. Yes, exactly. Give me this. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Does it actually make women fake it? Or does it men get oh. to the point of getting a woman to really orgasm and have a great time? Right. Interesting. That's right? What is, what is like the... It I mean, is. When I'm having an orgasm, I don't uh, like a, you kind of lose control of your body. It's it's I don't think I'd be able to premeditate like I'm going to make this face. I mean, it's true. But, you know, when you um, my my friend Stoya, who's an adult performer, said this once um, the the act of performing itself. Right. Right. She was like, well, the noises and the motions and the way you move your body when you masturbate in a dark room is one thing. Right. right? Turn on the lights and masturbate in front of the mirror. You're gonna make different sounds, yeah. different movements. And then add a partner. Add into a partner. It, and that's a whole thing. Add a camera. Yeah. You know, add an for audience for sure. So the performance level just changes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In some kind of a sense. Um, even when I was talking about recording my own orgasm, right? And yeah. you were talking, you were asking me, um, were you performing? And I, I tried. I mean, the good thing is when you record yourself, you can <laughs> masturbate for eight minutes and don't really think about it and just use the last part. Right, you of know? course. So yeah, you don't yeah. like lead up. Because in the beginning, you are, I am more quiet. Right. I mean, not that turn on. Yeah, exactly. And clearly, if you are doing it for somebody, you'll be maybe a little louder. Of than, course. Yeah, yeah. of course. I, I see no problem, like, amping no. it up a bit. Like, you're, No, it, it really feels good, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. You know, exactly. like, not faking it. Yeah, of course not. But, but letting it known that you're being pleasured. But yeah, so the orgasmic phase is actually an interesting thing also um, in America, I think. Because there was this... Um, I don't know if you've heard about this. This documentary came out in 2006 called This Film Is Not Yet Rated. And it kind of... Yeah, I never saw that. The first time I actually got this concept. So um, it was a lot about the Motion Picture Association of America, the MPAA. Yeah. And they do a rating system on movies. Right. Not porn, like normal normal movies, where um, they say, you know, how old you have to be yeah, to watch yeah, that movie. Yeah. And um, there was this movie, Boys Don't Cry, where Hilary Swank plays a trans person. Right. And in the movie, she goes down on Chloe Sevigny. And the only thing you see is Chloe's face right. and how she's orgasming. Yeah, yeah. And because of that face, they wanted to give it an NC-17, which is the highest rating you can get. Crazy. Um, also, that means that the film basically um, like the dis- distribution is, on yeah. the on the box office, right? right? Um, and they basically said that they should make the female orgasm shorter, and they need to cut parts of it in order for it to get an R rating. Wow. Which why would you cut pleasure if violence is so prevalent? You know what I mean? That's like a six year old can lo- watch the craziest and play shit. video games where you're cutting people's heads off, but yeah. you can't see a woman's Orgasming. face in pleasure. That's it's not insane. even the we're not even showing the pussy. Or I know anything. it's just the connotation of that's nuts. Same thing happened in 2010 with Pooh Valentine. Right. Ryan Gosling goes down to Michelle Williams, um, and I mean. This is such a sad movie, actually. So it's not even that sexual. But yeah. he goes down on her. And same thing. We don't see any genitalia. Right. We just see her face in pleasure. Same thing. They wanted to give it an NC-17. Um, they protested. So, for example, um, Ryan Gosling said about getting the NC-17 rating. He was like, I was very confused. It seemed like I don't really understand this rating system. I was told it's because my character performs oral sex on his wife, and I thought there's plenty of movies with men receiving oral sex from women with R ratings. It right. seemed like a double standard. Yeah. And, of to- and on top of that, it seemed like there are horror movies that are like torture porn that are R rated. What a lot of people don't understand about the NC-17, which I didn't understand, is that you can't show in major theater chains, and you can't even air spots for your films on television. It really stigmatizes the movie. Yeah, it's crazy. And also, um, Michelle Williams was talking about it, that they asked her if she was comfortable with it. And she was like, I'm actually proud to show something that we so seldomly see on, t- on, right, on exactly. TV or in yeah. movies. Yeah. Female pleasure. Right. There's nothing bad about it. There's nothing that hurts anybody. No. Right? So really, it's interesting because that um, orgasmic face, you know, Um has so many iterations yeah, and so many crazy. issues. You're trying to get around censorship, showing sexuality. Just, yeah, through a face. Through a face. And that's considered bad. Like, that's nuts. 
Yeah. We need and I mean, sexual revolution, people. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and Ahigao, so hentai, obviously is like a caricature of it. Right. Yeah, of course. But I mean, it's it's pretty funny. If you watch these girls doing it, they also do it on Instagram because that's really hard to censor. It's just right. a girl like sticking out her tongue and going like, eh. <laughs> and her eyes like cross. Yeah. I don't even know how to cross my eyes really. Oh, yeah. She's doing really well, Mona. <laughs> Thanks. She's the next Ahigao star, oh, people. No. <laughs> But I thought it was just really funny. You know, they make like funny noises. And it's right. kind of a joke to a certain degree. Yeah, of course. I mean, people are turned on. Um, yeah, the idea that this girl's coming. But still, it's it's a caricature of the Bang brainless, it said. <laughs> wow. Basically. I'd, well, why not? I'd be totally Bang me bra- brainless. <laughs> bang me brainless, wow. baby. <laughs> well, you might want to rub my clit in order to make that happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And now. <laughs> and now. And now. Confessions. 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 <laughs> I like confessions. Confessions okay. are, <laughs> are questions and stories from you guys and answers from us. Yes. And today we have actually quite a few, so we'll see how many we can do. Okay. Um, it's been exciting to hear all your questions. So one girl wrote me. And I love this question. And it's going to be a little bit of a longer answer. So bear with us. Okay. Do you have any suggestions for achieving multiple orgasms during sex? Hmm. I'm a woman, but feel drained after one orgasm and can't get aroused again for a few hours. Hmm. So there's going to be <laughs> Dr. Laura in the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's going to be a couple answers that I have. So I think at first, like, let's talk just about us. And then I... um. I think I've talked about, oh my God, yes, the website where um, they give you like techniques how to masturbate and mm, stuff. Mm-hmm. We're going to go through a few steps that they say yeah. um, how it works best. So for me, multiple orgasms. Well, I think I do, depending on the orgasm, to be completely honest, I get more or less like sometimes I'm so sensitive that it, I can't be touched for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it, it's, it's situational. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. it's uh, I can go, keep on going actually. Mm-hmm. And so I think it just depends a little bit. Maybe... I mean, I I can achieve multiple orgasms better masturbating. There's only been a few times during like an actual having sex that it's happened. But I tend to, after I orgasm, I tend to want to keep on having sex because I think I feel so much. I mean, yes, there's times when I'm too sensitive, but Mm -hmm. I love the feeling of penetration after I have an orgasm. It it feels so good because your your senses are raised. But can you still... um, if you come right from clitoral stimulation, right. can you keep on touching yourself? Um, depends. Okay. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes I'm extra sensitive. Sometimes I'm just like, yeah, let's go again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stop for just a second and then totally go back into it because I know, like, I feel like in my head, I know, like, oh yeah, I can come again, like, yeah. very quickly. I think that it's very similar for me with um, with masturbation. Mm-hmm. I can do it if I want to basically yeah. right yeah, yeah. so I feel like I wait for a second depending though every orgasm feels a little different for me so um sometimes I really can't touch myself right. and then I just like curl up and like do my thing <laughs> just curl up in the fetal position yeah like, seriously and like I do this thing that they also mentioned oh my god yes I take my palm and put it on oh. my whole vulva yeah. and kind of like protect it nearly really? to get the sensation down interesting because sometimes I can come like it nearly hurts yeah yeah so I like kind of press it a little bit so yeah. it kind of calms down oh interesting but it doesn't always Protect happen it. i like that yeah that's <laughs> it just like feels like it needs it to like right. calm down yeah, yeah. it doesn't happen all the time right um but that when it's that's when it's really intense i feel yeah. like with during sex or like with a partner i've come multiple times mainly though if we switch it up and like Mainly from going down on me and then maybe yeah, fingering yeah. me, then having sex, and then I'll maybe come while you're fingering me. Like, I can come several times yeah. during sex. It just depends on the partner a little bit, right. to be completely honest. Exactly. And I think it's okay to take a little bit of time in between. But, I mean, she's saying several hours, right? Right, yeah. Because um, I don't haven't really experienced that. I've experienced, like, a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And um, on Oh My God, Yes, they're actually talking about that it's – that it's normal that it can be super sensitive, right? Right. And that um, a lot of people, I mean, you don't have to have multiple orgasms. And the question is what that even means, you know? Do you mean multiple orgasms a night or do you want to have them successively like right after each other? Right. Um, But which is even complicated to say, I think, 
because orgasms have different strengths for girls. Mm -hmm. So you could have a small orgasm before that maybe you don't title an orgasm. Right, exactly. Until you have the big release, right? Um, but so they say there's a couple techniques that you can do. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> so basically what they're saying is if you've um, achieved orgasm doing a specific thing on your clit, right? If your partner is rubbing your clit like yeah, a certain way. in a circle or something, let's say, um, and you orgasm from that. Yeah. Then you take that little retraction, um, you know, that little moment where you kind of pull back mm -hmm. and then you can like 10 seconds or so and you can continue touching around the clit, maybe right. not on the clit. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you're super sensitive at first. Yeah. And so use less pressure. And yeah. then they say, pretend that you are different, a different person. Sounds so funny. Meaning like use a completely different technique of stimulating. Right, So yeah, if you've yeah. used like a circle before, maybe use a tap motion yeah, the yeah. second time. Right. Like have your partner use something different, mm -hmm. do it in a different way. Um, so it doesn't get like overly stimulated the same way. Right. That's uh, that's an interesting technique to like play after you orgasm, play around it. So you're still being stimulated in some way, but not right on the clit. Like Exactly. Yeah, and then go back into it once you've calmed down a little bit. You can also do, so I've, I've orgasmed before stimulating my lips mm -hmm. because the, uh, the clitoris, like we said earlier, yeah. obviously, is below, goes like down your labia, basically. Yeah. So you can actually come from stimulating your lips. Right. You can train that, quote unquote, at home. Mm -hmm. At home. <laughs> <laughs> and then you do it in public. <laughs> <laughs> and then you perform it. That was such a maniacal laugh. You just, you just threw your head back, like <laughs> just like what? Just imagining it going on the street and like just people with her hand down her pants. I mean, yeah, I'm, oh gosh, it's not a bus. Oh, with a trench coat. Um, so no, really, I meant like try it with yourself first. Um, where you can, the more you stimulate those nerves, you know, the easier they'll be able to be stimulated later. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you can have your partner rub that, you know, like your lips and your inner labia and just do it in a different, different rhythm mm -hmm. and different pressure and, and often less direct touch. So it might take a little bit longer to get there. Yeah. Right. But then they show this, um, this kind of graph or wave. Yeah, yeah. So if you build up for the second time, it might take a little longer. Mm -hmm. Like for me yesterday, for example, I mean, I was masturbating, not with a partner. But the first time happened so fast, yeah. right? And then I had to build up a little longer for the second right. one, but the second one was way more intense. Right. I tend to, the first one normally requires a lot of build up, but then I, I can come very, like, I think oh, yesterday the I, for you. I became, I came very, I came within like 30 seconds after my first one. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 See, it's all different. Yeah, it's different for everyone. Yeah. But sometimes the second one takes longer as well. Like sometimes I need to take a break for a second, like even just like 30 seconds and then go back into it. Well, in, in some kind of sense, penetration could be a break. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. No. Yeah, exactly. If you, if somebody goes down on you and you come and then, because I had this, this partner who we talked about mm -hmm. several times on here, I think because so mind blowing, but he would be relentlessly going down on me. And I would come and he would not stop. Yeah. And I would come again. And it was like such a, I literally thought, I, I was like, wow, I can't do it again. Like, yeah. Maybe this is not happening. And, and it then would you, happen. Yeah. Again. It's crazy. It's just because he didn't stop. Right. So clearly, as I mean, so many of our answers, communicate yeah. with your partner. Yeah. And just like try it out, kind of like a game, like what feels good. Mm -hmm. Ask, he should maybe ask you, you know, through the process. Yeah, but I think a lot of people think multiple orgasms is like one after another after like right back to back yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. without taking any sort of break. But if you're super sensitive, have him penetrate you for a second, then go back into for it. For a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't have him come because then he, well, yeah, then he's going to be, yeah, he's not going to go down on you probably. I mean, sometimes they do. Yeah, some, sometimes. But they need a little bit of time. Well, that's funny, actually, because I think every guy is so different. Yeah. Some are hard so much faster after. They're so quick. And you're like, oh, oh yeah. What happened? Like, so every, you, I, I just different. saw you come. Like, how is this possible? Yeah, there, <laughs> there is no normal. There is no normal. Yeah. And every day is different. So I would say try it with yourself first. Mm -hmm. And then communicate with your partner and switch up your techniques after yeah. you come for the first time yeah. and take maybe the time to like hold your your vulva and your clit, you mm -hmm. know, with your palm calm down 30 seconds yeah and then 
even if he starts like nibbling on your thigh, you know, yeah, if he, like, yeah. just starts to stay around, getting Ooh, back into yes. it. Slowly oh, working his way back up to the I love home. it. I love that. Woo! Woohoo! <laughs> Multiple <laughs> orgasm. Yay! <laughs> oh, all right. Next time <laughs> you got so giddy about that. <laughs> Well, I just did it for myself. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Um, next question: Is it unattractive? It's by a girl. Is it unattractive to men if a woman is open about sexual stuff regarding BDSM and such? Mm, it depends on the guy. Yeah, I, yeah. I can totally. Some guys could be intimidated by that, and yeah. some could find it super sexy. And even if they aren't into BDSM themselves, I think like most people would be into experimentation like i'll do this for you like Mm -hmm. people want to give pleasure so even like you you're saying like biting the guy's dick that might that might not turn you on but just knowing that it turns him on is is a plus i mean for me i wonder if this is like for most people but i get so turned on by somebody else being turned on exactly exactly remember we were talking i was I'm talking about the wax play I did yeah. and I was so turned on because he, because was, so, he was so turned he was on. moaning I'm like right. Jesus Christ what's going on Um, so these things are but I mean I think if you just have an open conversation depending on what you're asking BDSM wise right, right. Um, maybe somebody's not that into slave play you know right. but you can start off slow like hey let's put about a call joking. put a collar on me yeah or right. even if it's just choking yeah. or spanking or right something. exactly it seems like nearly so normal now. I can't even <laughs> call it BDSM, really. Yeah, but you. I mean, I think if if that's what you're into, just talk to your partner about it. I have asked dudes to dudes, <laughs> dudes. I've asked dudes, bros. bros, to do things for me. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I do think I've had I've had conversations with guys who are like, "Oh, I don't like to choke a girl." Yeah, which and is that's fine. Okay. That's fine. And but- I think they were in like. I don't think they were turned off by me mentioning that I like it, yeah. but I also was respect respectful of the fact that they don't enjoy it very much. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So I think you can just come to like a good medium. And uh, from my experience, most guys like a little like instruction or some guidance because the female pleasure is such a it's a so different, so, different so different for everyone so like I think a little instruction as far as what turns you on is is awesome like I they'll love appreciate it the other it. way around too oh I for sure I love when a guy tells me what he likes exactly like oh my god like it's and so many people are scared to do it because yeah. one they're scared that the other person will feel um not competent or they're scared to vocalize what they want but in the end I think everyone just wants to like figure it out like how, how can I give and you pleasure if uh, if we have a more open conversation if you are interested in your partner's pleasure it becomes so much easier i mean oh, i cannot totally. read your mind i mean i would have never guessed that that guy likes his dick yeah bit, right you know what i mean no. i would have never in the world started trying that on somebody right, exactly if he wouldn't have told me right exactly i wouldn't have so yeah like like slowly <laughs> and he would have never gotten it you know right. what i mean <laughs> right yeah exactly so if that's what you're into like slowly introduce it and i'm yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think we talked a lot about communication and that, that it's just, I don't think guys are turned off by no, that. No. I think the more open you are about your sexuality, I think it allows him to be more open and you'll be closer. Right, exactly. All right. <laughs> Next question is from a girl. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a lot of emojis in this question, <laughs> but I'm going to freely translate. Okay. At first it was, is it truly worth putting up with a narcissist if the eggplant is fire emoji. <laughs> If the dick, dick is, is fire, fire. Uh, well, <laughs> let me tell you. Depends about on this. how dick good the dick is. No, how fire no, no. the dick is. <laughs> no. Well, well I've had I've met the specimen before with the great sex and the narcissism. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, depending on what you want from that person, you know what I mean. If you want to have a hookup, that's fine. I mean, yeah, you can if it's if take it's... a narcissist for a night. Right. Well, yeah. Or like have a sex buddy where the agreement is you're just trying to have sex. But if you're trying to be in a relationship with this person, that's a whole other story. Yeah, I would not. There's a lot of people who are great in bed and like can also communicate with you about what you want, what you like. And if he's a narcissist, he might not be even really great at that. Right. Exactly. Uh, maybe not that interested in your pleasure. Maybe he is. Who fucking knows. But I wouldn't recommend going in a relationship with that no. person, no matter how fire, fire that the dick eggplant is. is. 
a roast of the eggplant is. <laughs> oh my god. It's such a toasty eggplant. Oh my god. Wow. Well, I mean, I have really literally been in that position yeah. where you feel like you're addicted to the sex that you're having addicted. with that person. Addiction. <laughs> I had an addiction and all my friends knew it and they're like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Fix fire." And I didn't yeah, say that, but I was but, like, "The sex is so but, good." But eventually it's going to it caught up with you eventually you're like you, you it's just not anymore. worth it no. i mean really like we said earlier and always you're not gonna have a really deep connection with that person no. and you're not gonna be able to go beyond a certain point sexually speaking and actually it gets way more exciting later on anyways yeah. find find the best of both worlds someone who's great in bed and loves you yeah <laughs> like, and you know what i mean you as a person exactly yeah. let's please do that yeah. it's just it's not worth the the pain and anxiety you feel from being with a narcissist will not really add up yeah you know i would say unfortunately dick is fire (laughs) it's your favorite thing to say (laughs) well i just got like a text from somebody who i haven't talked to in three months and i kind of broke it off because of kind of that problem right but the dick was fire (laughs) the dick was fire but he was a narcissist right and then I was like, oh, whatever. It's just like not my thing anymore. I can't do this. And then he texted me and I was like, oh, I mean, yeah, dick's fire, but not, <laughs> not hot enough, you know, like for right. this bullshit no. to start again. No, you got to self-respect. Like, No, seriously. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> there's literally so many. Every time you think this is the best sex of your life, you'll have sex with somebody else yeah. later and be like blown away. Right. And, like, why did I ever think that? There's a lot of dicks out there, people. Move on. A lot of dicks in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Yes, there's a lot of dicks in the sea. There are a lot of dicks in the sea. All right. Next question. This is from a guy. How to keep a healthy sexual life with your partner while being long distance. Mm. You had a lot of long distance relationships. Yeah. Um. It, it can come from like facetiming or sending sexy texts or i mean it's just keeping that interest alive and a lot of times in those situations the distance makes the heart grow fonder so if you have absence for a while and you see each other you're just like you want to rip each other's clothes off the second you see each other but i think it just depends on how long you're apart yeah and if there is a deadline you know what deadline Deadline. (laughs) if there is an end to it i mean you know if you say like oh okay it's gonna be six months we'll see each other twice in those six months or whatever but then we'll be back together but if it's like oh it's we'll never there's no glimpse like or glimmer of hope that we'll live in the same city ever right i think it's it's hard to keep that alive yeah because it becomes i've been there where it becomes kind of frustrating you yeah. know you're like oh you can only text somebody so many times i miss you right i want to fuck you i so you, that can get old. Yeah, so and I think you, you do can, have to make time to somehow see each other sometimes. Yes. Well, yeah, that's that's clearly important. Yeah. And I do think actually a friend of mine did this which I kind of thought was fun. She did this like challenge with her mm. boyfriend where they would give like each week one would have to do a challenge for the other. Oh, awesome. Like I think one was he was supposed to write her an erotic story or something. Oh, that's fun. That's and cool. the other one was like he wasn't supposed to uh, allowed to touch himself. Yeah, for a week yeah, yeah. and like I don't know just like things that they did in order to keep engaged right. you know sexually speaking and like there's yeah. there's also sex toys that can be <gasps> controlled from a yes. long distance that that goes through an app and the app controls the toy which I've done I with a long distance partner we had this butt plug that vibrated and we yeah. could each have it at different times and we can control it there's also a thing called we vibe which is the same thing. It's like yeah. a vibrator that can be um, can be turned off and on mm-hmm. and like up and down through Wi-Fi connection, right? So you right, can do exactly. that and you exactly. can be sexting and like kind of controlling yeah. your pleasure. See, there you go. Yeah, I think these things are really valuable. I mean, I like to um, have phone sex with the right partner. Right. Kind of depend on a partner. Yeah, yeah. But what I did, right, like record your orgasm and mm-hmm. said that. That was also somebody I had like a long distance thing with. Yeah. Um, Just find little ways to keep the the flame alive yeah totally but it can be tough I, it can totally or maybe be tough. like read a 
book together, you know, and then you can, you know, like come as you are, for example, right. you're both reading it and you can like talk about it. Have a little two person book club. Yeah. I mean, I don't know exactly if this is probably a monogamous relationship. I'm assuming that yeah. he's talking about because otherwise if it's open, you have a different scenario. Right. That's a very different scenario. Uh, very different. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think just being open about also being it, it being okay to say, Hey, I miss you. This kind of sucks, you know? Yeah. Um, but always trying to find like a solution how you could make it feel better for yourself. Right. But in some situations, like if if this is causing you like a lot of pain, then sometimes you gotta move on. But Yeah, depending. <laughs> yeah, it depends. Sure. It's all circumstantial. For sure. For well, sure. everything we just said, you can also do it with somebody that you don't have a long distance. Yeah, exactly. I love the idea of like little challenges. Oh yeah, have fun, huh? Yes. Yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> well, that is actually. Let me think if I have ever done like the challenge thing, but I've done things like we, where we research different things for each other. You oh. know, like sex toys that we wanted to try. And yeah. Send us like we send things mm -hmm. um, that we would like to try the next time we see each other and stuff like that. So that kind of like in scenarios. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up with sexy scenarios. Yeah. yeah sure. Let's. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's kind of fun, like kind of fantasies that you can exchange mm -hmm. and, uh, and sexting, obviously. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> All of this is actually sexting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yesterday I texted my boyfriend because I, I just wanted cuddles. And so I said, I want you to spoon me from behind. And then that just evolved into this long thing of everything I want him to do for me. And he's just like, I just came. <laughs> nice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think this guy wrote me, um, he's in Europe and we were writing and I sent him the recorded orgasm thing and he wrote something like, you just gave me a boner for a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> and more is to come. And then lifetime you obviously boner. are ready. A lifetime boner. <laughs> Toot -toot -toot Tooting my own horn. A lifetime boner, boner maker. It. Mona, that's your skill. <laughs> oh, you make it a boner too. Don't worry. She make it a boner. She make it a boner. <laughs> oh, All well, right. that was a lovely day. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Happy Women's Day, everybody. Yes. Make your girl come. Yes, please. Make yourself come if you are a girl or get that guy to make you come. Absolutely. Cook you a meal. All of Treat you buff. right. Eat you like dessert? Yes. What's <laughs> for dessert? dessert? My pussy. My pussy's dessert. On that note. Thank you guys for coming and yes. see you next Sunday. Yeah. Amen. Amen. What a beautiful day at church it was. Happy Women's Day, everybody. And thank you guys so much for listening to the Pussy Church Podcast. You can find me at Tales of Laura on Instagram and make sure to visit my website, talesoflaura.com, to subscribe to the show and sign up for my newsletter. If you like today's show, please, please, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It helps us keep the show going. If you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would be amazing, too. See you next Sunday.